Hello and welcome. My guest is Tyranny Carter, an Oakland, California-based multimedia artist and musician who performs as Wizard Apprentice. We spoke last summer, just before a performance in Philadelphia. First, here is I Am Invisible from this performance. I am invisible I am invisible I am free from the pressure of being I welcome the potential of being mediocre. I welcome the likeliness of remaining anonymous. Many people will never know that I exist. It is enough to be myself, to have myself as an audience. I am invisible. I am Invisible. I am free from the pressure of being Thank you. 
Wizard Apprentice. Thank you for coming out tonight. How is everyone doing this evening? That's great. I'm going to play a few songs for you tonight. Some of them are new. Others are older. I've written a lot of songs and each of them archives a very specific moment of observed emotion. I started tonight's set with a song called, I am invisible, it is a song that helps me engage with some of my biggest fears. I will never have any major increase in visibility and popularity. I do not have the capacity or motivation required to achieve commercial success. My work isn't good enough to receive validation or resources from cultural institutions and authorities. These fears might be true. Is it so bad if they are? Thanks again for joining me in this creepy-ass space. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, yeah, I think we kind of touched on it, but you came from California and you're in Philadelphia, and as far as I know, there were no dates in between. What drew you all the way up here? Um, I am I'm doing a lot of traveling in general right now, and uh, I just like I just toured on the West Coast with Nana Gristle and Your Heartbreaks, who are some friends who are all over the place, but um, started in Seattle, moved all the way down. And then I had booked a tour with my friend Coheen Orgasm, who's a Bay Area artist, and me and her are going to tour in Berlin and in the in the wow. UK, and so the the tickets getting from New York to Berlin are either cheaper. It seemed like basically it was going to even out or be cheaper for me to fly to the East Coast first, get to visit some people that yeah. I love, and play some shows out here, and then go to Berlin. So that's why. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Um, you describe your music as digital folk. Yes. What exactly does that mean? Um, <laughs> or how would you describe it? That means that a, a couple of things. I think that I was um, one of the ways that I've heard folk described is like media that's made that's like self-taught or like very homegrown is uh, often kind of like considered uninteresting to cultural authorities like it, it's something that like can exist often like until it is of interest <laughs> to cultural <laughs> authorities but like um before that point it is like very insular and able to like develop like aesthetics and um kind of like intentions that are very um that are specific to the culture that produce it mm-hmm. produce it and so digital folk that i'm like that's how i feel about the music that I've been making for a really long mm-hmm. time has been um, in my bedroom with myself using like technology that's really accessible. And so maybe if it was like before, um, like the you know very <laughs> accessible technology that I have access to now, yeah. I might I probably would have like learned how to play a guitar or mm-hmm. like played some kind of organic instrument. Um, but now it's like I don't really have to do that, and so a lot of the music that I make feels like it's come out of my own like intuition mm-hmm. and um, so that feels like a very folky mm-hmm. way to make music. it's less about genre and more about like how it's produced or how it comes about? Well, and I mean, in one, in one way it's about the production and then mm-hmm. the other way it is about genre because um, it, the lyrics are a really central part to me and I feel like the lyrics to me just feel kind of folky in terms of like the narrative quality or mm-hmm. like trying to express some like um, very specific emotion. 
And so that's part of the folk folk aspect. And then the digital part is about like the very, uh, the actual production. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, very easy, uh, like using garage band or yeah. like using other types of very accessible, um, using laptops mm -hmm. instead of like acoustic guitars. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did you, how recently did you, uh, gravitate towards digital instruments? Because I feel like, and I've talked, you know, a lot about this with different people, like these, this is such relatively new technology. Mm -hmm. So how recently did you gravitate towards, you know, digital keyboards and garage band and things like that? And what did it mean for your kind of creative, I don't know, birth or yeah. you know, development? Um, I think probably maybe like I've been so I've been making music for something like 18 years and probably mm -hmm. in the last eight years have been using um laptops to make it before that I was using for, uh, four track recorders and keyboards and some guitar mm -hmm. um and other like instruments that were easy enough to <laughs> play a couple <laughs> notes on and loop or whatever um but uh yeah so yeah in the last eight, eight years I've been focused on mm -hmm laptop <laughs> so what was your first instrument did you, you first like learn piano and then it became about synths and things like that um so I guess when I was first making music I was maybe like in middle school so like 13 14 and I was kind of I was like in a band at the time so I think maybe my first instrument was the drums <laughs> in in my middle school band little three-piece band or whatever and then I th I gravitated to the keyboard it just felt like the most intuitive I, was, I also tried um, guitar for a while but yeah it, the keyboards just feel very intuitive it's just like all laying out in front of you it's mm -hmm. not like I don't know <laughs> guitars are like laying into your chest and it just I don't know it's harder to orient <laughs> spatially to it for me um so yeah I would yeah the the, the instrument that I was drawn to the most intuitively have, has been keyboard mm -hmm. Um, how similar is your recording setup to your live setup? Um, how much of it do you kind of bring? Because, I mean, there's a lot going on. And I think, are you going to be performing solo? Yes, I, I perform solo. And um, it's a lot of... Um, I'm much more comfortable with composition than I am with as an instrumentalist. So... I definitely so the production I think that like the recording that I do is pretty similar to the live set in in that I use a lot of pre-recorded instrument instrument um, instrument parts or whatever mm -hmm. like uh, backing tracks mm -hmm. and um, I also use a pre-recorded video um, that'll be playing while I perform oh, and cool. so it's in the video I have like this animated uh, version of myself who's the MC of the show <laughs> and will kind of be like hosting the show so that I can like have anxiety and <laughs> focus on myself <laughs> or whatever so um yeah so I think like I really have been trying to figure out how to make my insular bedroom experience uh follow me into like live performance which is just makes it more comfortable for me yeah that's really interesting how if you don't mind talking about it like how much has that helped with like performance anxiety or anything like that? So much. Um, yeah. I mean, because I, I, I think now, I mean, I sometimes feel really anxious or feel ha like have a really hard time when performing, but it's, um, but I can let myself have that hard time. And so that's the best thing about it is that like having this avatar just like <laughs> take care of the audience just l frees up so much space for me to, to let whatever emotions come up for me. Yeah. Um, 
happen. And so that, that has just like taken a huge weight off of things. Mm -hmm. My next song, Hey Dead, is about accepting the consequences of breaking someone else's heart.
yeah, you work in a lot of different, you know, you do multimedia arts and you do digital stuff and video productions. Um, at what point did you start uh, expanding to other formats and mediums? I think maybe more recently, so maybe like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. um, there's a really cool community college in Oakland called Laney College, and there's a lot of really good digital media classes there. I took my first After Effects class there. Um, I think it's like, if anybody is in Oakland, like, the, there's. I think there's only... I don't remember her last name, but her first name is Dina. And she's like the only teacher who teaches After Effects at that school. And it's like the, it is the best. It's like one of the best classes I've ever had. Just like mm. instructionally so organized, <laughs> like so fun. So yeah, I, I think I like learned After Effects and really fell in love with that. And then I think from there, also a lot of the like, um, the interfaces of different programs can be very similar to like recording mm-hmm. interfaces. Or There's a way that, I have some familiarity with one can kind of translate to the others. And so, um, yeah, I don't remember what the question was, but (laughs) that's the answer I got for you. (laughs) Well, I I mean, how did it, I mean, I I asked about like, um, it was a good answer. I asked about, um, uh, like when you expanded to other formats Mm. and, you know, video production and, uh, how much would you say it affected your songwriting? If you think it did, hmm. knowing that you'd be able to attach other mediums to it, um. <laughs> that's just the ghost in this giant oh, room. No. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really thought because I think it is still pretty new, um, and I don't know how much. I'm not sure. I don't know how to answer that. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, in one way that it has affected it is I started making like I have a regular video blogs mm-hmm. that I that I do, and so there was one series that I have that was like a live like live from my bedroom or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, um, called Almost Live, and I had a green screen, and so I would perform the songs in my bedroom in front of the green screen by myself. And I guess in those ways, it hasn't, I haven't done a whole lot, I think of composition, I don't, I haven't noticed very much like influence in terms of composition, but I think in terms of like performance, it's, uh, it's influenced me because I've been able to see, like to perform in my bedroom, knowing that I'd be showing it to other people mm-hmm. and, and then also able to see myself do that. Yeah. So, which I don't, I don't know, that, that's been like a very different process than just like, recording things in my bedroom, playing things for people that aren't recorded, not having any really feedback other than what people are telling me. Um, So yeah, I think that like the way that um, using multimedia, that like, yeah, multimedia has really helped with performance and really influenced that a lot. And then, which I think maybe the way that that influences the music the most is that it like frees me up to really concentrate on singing, which Mm -hmm. is like, which has been new and really feeling really good to me. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that series because a lot of my favorite songs of yours are in that video series. Oh, cool. I'm wondering if there are any plans to put out an album or something, if those songs are, you know, if there are any plans for those songs. Yeah, I definitely want to record a lot of songs. I become much more particular about the ways that songs for albums get produced because I'm not like I'm strongest at composition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not super strong. I can like make do in terms of like production, like recording things. And I am not very good at instrumentation. I can really just record. I can like <laughs> play things well enough to get it recorded and like loop it. Um, but so I just, yeah, I think that like, um, I'm really trying to find other people to collaborate with like sound engineer, like people who are 
who are like aligned with the music that I make and um, can help me to record in a way that feels like that feels good and cohesive because mm-hmm. I haven't I'm having some trouble with that really yeah have you like you know made any plans towards uh, collaborating with other people or is this something you're still uh, like working towards do you think I had uh, my friend I have a friend who is um, in Atlanta now who um, goes is a has a project um, DJ Megalo and he did there's I have one cassette that's here with me today that he um, did the production on and I, that keep in and keep it out and that one felt really good like we were able to like because I don't know I'm really struggling with like getting the vocals to um, the vocals and the instrumentals to to gel because mm-hmm. like uh, anyway but <laughs> so so we did I feel like we did a really good job of doing that and then um, I don't know I maybe I'm just kind of bored with like <laughs> how stuff sounds on the keyboard I mean like on the laptop um, and have been wanting to kind of figure out a way to revisit some of the like some of the the earlier albums that I have on like Bandcamp are, um, are recorded on four tracks mm-hmm. and so I love the way four tracks sound and Is like that? the warmth yeah oh, um, cool. it's just like yeah so warm and like it feels like that kind of continuous hiss that really like yeah. gels all the sounds Definitely. together and really like combines the organic sounds with the um in the like uh digital sounds and so I think I'm I think I might want to be doing more of that there's some folks in Seattle um there's a this artist slash slash tires in Seattle who has a um, a recording studio where there's some like analog stuff up there and then there's friends in Gainesville, Florida, um, like Elestial Sounds and um, do you like Euclocene who's in Florida is like a, such a great uh, digital mm-hmm. artist and um, they're like building a studio there. So there's some people that like I plan on working with um, just figuring out that it definitely I think it's going to take more time and space to do it than other like other recordings I've done it's just like I just pu- push the <laughs> record on the four tracker yeah. you know I was feeling less particular about it in the mm. past so that can be very uh stressful to just have four tracks did you ever find that limiting or stressful at all or was it I guess just enough or something yeah I think I, I like it because it's I, I do I'm I'm kind of minimalistic or like it can be kind of nice to me to have restrictions and so um it's cool because like the song is done when I run out of tracks, you yeah. know, like, and so that's that's been cool. Do you think there's a benefit of like, I like the kind of limiting or the not being able to go back and like change something that it kind of forces you to like stick with it, I guess. Totally. It also makes some really beautiful accidents that I think add a lot mm. of quality to the song that I've that I've lost more now that I'm like working in Garage Band a lot, where it's like, I think this like the the stuff that I've been making more recently has been like more like <laughs> for people who can't see me, I'm doing like a robot <laughs> movement with my arms, but like uh, it feels like a little bit uh, like more rigid, I guess, or like, um, which is fine. I mean, that, that has a, that has a purpose too, I guess, but like, um, so, so some of the four track stuff sounds more organic to me. Um, I would like to figure out how to make that like the some of the aspects of the polished stuff that I get from the laptop mm-hmm. be bridged with some of the more organic stuff yeah. that I feel from like the four track. Um, is that entire album recorded on four track? Keep it and keep it out. No, that one is on that one's on laptop. Okay. So yeah, I used um, I used GarageBand to compose it, and then used uh, me and Amori used this program or Megalo used this program. Um, Sunny, uh, no, just Reaper <laughs> is what it's called. Um, 
to like mix it and and add some like um production things to it so, yeah how often does your collection of instruments grow or how often do you get like new synthesizers hmm. or is it mostly just new like patches and things like that not very often i'm like i'm not a very technical person <laughs> like i i feel like i mean i could figure out how to get new patches but usually i'm just like so impatient about learning curves sometimes mm-hmm. i'm just like i need to make a song now i'll just use whatever i got like um so but I have been getting really bored with myself. So I definitely am thinking I'm going to need some new, like usually what I end up doing when I get too bored is I'll like write songs on GarageBand on my laptop and then I'll get bored of that and I'll write them <laughs> on GarageBand on my iPad, which is a different kind of like textural experience. And then I'll get bored and then I might go back to the four track. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's usually how I like mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> but right now I definitely would like to, I wish I, I like, I would love to have, the accompaniment of a instrumentalist um or i don't know i do actually i really want to be blending more organic instruments with um synthetic ones Mm -hmm. um i feel like you have an ability with your voice to do things that a lot of people would like to like show off and keep it showy Mm -hmm. but you have a very uh simple uh vocal what's the word like delivery Mm -hmm. like a simple vocal delivery is there a reason why you like to keep it simple locally thank you mm-hmm. um i think just because I'm, I'm not like a like a not very technical mm-hmm. at anything so it seems like the, <laughs> the simpler i can keep it the more i can control it and the more i can like be present with it and not feel overwhelmed basically mm-hmm. i think uh and yeah i think that's probably <laughs> yeah that's that's it <laughs> cool. is there anything else you want the world to know um uh yeah cool um <laughs> let's see yeah i don't know thank you for yeah. l- for doing this interview with me yes it's really thank fun. you so much and i'm very excited to hear you play so cool, cool. my final song is called i leave a trail of honey everywhere i go it reminds me that desirability is a birthright